I will never write a single line which I have not first felt in my own heart. He'll teach you everything. Truer words were never spoken. All right. Language and writing were made available. I'm writing this down. This is good stuff. Hey, I'm John. This is John Helps You Write Better. So we're going to talk about writing better today, but we're going to do it in a in a roundabout way. Hang on. So there's this thing uh, that I'm I'm not associated with, but I pay attention to called the IWC. If you don't know what that stands for, that stands for the Internet Wrestling Community. If you don't know what that is, that is a collection of YouTube channels and websites and blogs and podcasts that talk about pro wrestling. Now, I have a deep love for pro wrestling. I, I think it's one of the greatest forms of drama, theater, and art humanly possible. But the IWC doesn't cover it the way, you know, Sports Center or ESPN or Fox covers football last week or baseball or something. They cover, I mean, they do part of that, but their stock and trade is information. Their stock and trade is rumor and speculation. You know, they have news breaks, like like huge shocking updates. On you'd think that we're on par with like global geopolitics, but oh no, somebody somebody said a thing in a newspaper. Somebody, you know. A stock sold this well, you know, somebody, you know, looked a certain way on camera. So it must mean something. It's highly speculative. It's barely grounded in anything. And it's an incredibly incestuous kind of relationship because one one site, one thing will, you know, put out this fairly sensational but fairly benign thing somebody was two minutes late hitting their mark you know that the music went and there was 12 seconds of pause and then they came out you know small little things technical things maybe they were talking to somebody maybe they were taking a piss who knows but you know because of this error and it didn't work smoothly it must they extrapolate therefore have this great giant meaning oh they you know they're just they're disgruntled with their employer because you know they 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 you know weren't smiling a certain kind of way or or you know they moved with their left foot first and then because one company's one website or one thing says that somebody else picks it up and goes, you know, company number one, website number one is reporting that. And then they begin to further speculate and further guess because it is just a guess. And when you partner this with their other habit of sort of collecting information and drawing conclusions, you run into a really strange atmosphere where people make huge conclusions out of very small things like oh you know for this this one event they where they had the camera it uh it must mean that the company is going bankrupt because they have the camera over here instead of over there or oh this person is leaving the company immediately because you know they they wore the purple outfit instead of the blue one or um well clearly when their contract is up in, in the three years, they won't sign here again. They'll go over there and that'll be huge. And because they'll be there, because they'll change companies, then the people currently in that company will also change. And it's all speculation. And it's all predicated on a guess. 
an unknown thing. And those conclusions reach far and wide because loads of people, myself included, consume that media. They, we watch those YouTube channels. We skim the blog posts. We look at Twitter. We, you know, read the highlights. We go to them and we watch these things like, hey, there was a pay-per-view last night with wrestlers. Here's what happened. And we, we draw our conclusions. We are shaped by their speculation. We are shaped by their assumptions. Their stuff informs our stuff. This is also true for reviews. Video games come out, people review them, uh, YouTubers and stuff get advanced copies. You know, different people jump on different websites and start talking about, oh, well, I saw in this one clip that the game didn't do XYZ saying, you know, so the game must suck. Or it's not worth it. Or, or you know, don't pre-order it because it has this, that, and the other. Or because of one clip I saw that's 15 seconds long and since they didn't have birds because it's an underground little video clip or whatever, therefore this game doesn't have any birds in it. Again, it's all speculation. It's all guesswork. It's all hope and prayer and, and tin cans on strings stretched across the internet. You know who they don't really ask for that stuff? You know who they don't really talk to for wrestling news? They don't talk to the writers. There are writers. There are people who figure out, you know, how to organize a show, how to tell a story long form with actors and characters in it. You know, they don't, they don't always interview video game people. They interview video game streamers. Well, what did you think about playing the game? And then it's just opinion rather than fact. And this is a reality we will have to confront and face for our own creative efforts because someone's conclusion, they read your thing, they gave it so many stars, they wrote so many words or so few words about it, they, they wrote certain words about it or whatever. Somebody's opinion in a review on Amazon, let's say, will become concretized and become the basis, the fact for someone else's opinion. You know, so if you're writing your book, whatever it might be, and somebody gives it a three-star review, which is just three stars out of five, it's not bad, and they say, oh, this book was pretty good, I, you know, I, I really liked the ending, but three stars. It's a very common way to write a review. Somebody else, the next customer, is going to look at that and go, oh, it was, it was good, three stars, what do they like the ending. Uh, I'm assuming this book is average. I'm not going to look forward to it. I'm not going to invest too deeply in it. I'll buy it, but that'll be it. And all of a sudden, somebody's opinion as to what made those th that review three stars rather than five, which was not provable fact. They didn't look at it and go, hey, the narrative structure here in the back five chapters is in a set of declining beats. There's no, there's no narrative like autopsy there. There's no genuine thought or care about what you were trying to say or do. It's just their opinion. But we take these reviews and we take these statements from the internet and treat them as fact. We don't ask the original person. We don't certainly don't draw our own conclusion. That sounds ludicrous. If we, I mean, how many times do you go on Amazon to look at something because you need to buy it? whatever it is, a Christmas gift, a uh, thing, you, you scroll down, you look at the reviews, loads of people saying how satisfied they are, and you immediately think to yourself, well, if this many people are happy with it, I should be okay with it. What other, what other research have you done? You've, you've asked people for their opinions. Reviews are opinions. The internet wrestling community is predicated on guesswork 
and opinion. It's not news. It's not, you know, it's maybe news when one person doesn't sign with a different company or they retire or they're hurt. But to take it those extra steps and go, well, because they were hurt in this match, you know, they must, you know, hate the company. Or maybe it's because they just broke a finger. Be aware of those reviews and take them not as concrete as everybody else will. Those reviews are opinions. Opinions can change. Opinions, it isn't so much about right and wrong, so much as it is how much do I let this person's feeling, because that's all an opinion statement is, how much am I going to let that affect me? If you don't like the lunch I make you, does that mean I have to stop making lunch for myself? If you have an opinion that, oh, I watched that TV show and I didn't like it, does that mean I'm wrong for liking it? For a lot of writers, that's what that means. If I can't get unanimous positive decisions, if I can't get super big response, I have to quit doing a thing. Why? You don't think you could get better? You don't think just one person out of 10 didn't like it? This makes me think, in, in closing, this makes me think about dentists. Because for a very, very long time when we were talking about, there were toothpaste commercials and, and toothbrush commercials and stuff. You know, three out of four dentists, three out of five doctors, you know. And I always wonder what happened to that last guy. What happened to the fifth doctor? Did they just not say the same thing to the same degree? Four out of five doctors recommend using toothpaste X. Okay, the fifth guy. Did he adamantly say toothpaste X is the worst thing ever? Or was he just not as enthusiastic as the first four guys? We're never going to know. We need to know. Not because we need to track down person number five, but we have to understand that any review isn't really based in fact. It's based in experience, which is tainted and colored by opinion. So yes, the review that I got this box from Amazon, the product worked, I plugged it in, my kid likes it, is, you know, provable fact. We can see the kid, we can see it plugged in, we can see the kid liking it. But the impression it left so that you so that, that person left a review is opinion. Be careful with the, how you make concrete out of opinions. And don't believe everything you read. And certainly, don't let it carve its way deep into your soul. Give that some thought. I'll talk to you tomorrow.